Like the show? Want to listen to episodes early? Consider becoming a patron. Starting at the $3 a month level, patrons get access to a custom patron-only feed where we put out episodes of Upstairs Studio podcasts like the Child Care Bar and Grill, Miss Becky's Classroom, That Early Childhood Nerd, the Renegade Rules podcast, and others early. That feed is just for patrons. You could be one of them. Go to patreon.com slash playvolutionhq or click the link in the show description to learn more. Space. The final frontier. These are the adventures of the exploratory space vessel My Puppy. Its ongoing mission? To explore strange new worlds, to engage with freaky life forms, and to boldly try to bring back most of the crew alive. Last time on Miss Becky's Classroom, Miss Becky was uh, busy in her classroom. We didn't see much of Becky last time. Uh, Becky, you've been trying to kind of keep them to yourself, keeping your head down, doing your, doing your job, just because, you know, there are some mishaps with the, uh, the uh, previous adventures. And so you've just kind of been busy in your room. Uh, you, you heard through this screaming on the shipwide communication system, all of the goings on with the mouse uprising, the 10 plus million mice that were on the ship it almost took over. You know, the captain was, uh, was captured by giant space spiders, but you really haven't seen much of uh, Captain, captain Amanda or, or science officer Claire lately. And uh, this morning you're in your classroom when, uh, one of your students, little, uh, I don't know, Space Jimmy? Space Jimmy comes in, and he's got a little clear container with him. And he walks up to you and says, Miss Becky, Miss Becky, look what I've got. What is it? I, we were on vacation on Rigel 7, and I, I found this creature. Oh, it looks like a worm? It's a wormy thing. Do you want to hold it? Sure. And he opens up the container, and you, you reach your hand in there, and this little, this little uh, wormy thing. It's uh, kind of a cross between an earthworm and a leech. It's kind of uh, black. It's got some zigzaggy, um, we'll call it burnt umber. Is that kind of an orangish color? It's mm-hmm. burnt umber, mm-hmm. kind of orangish. Uh, kind of zigzaggy stripes down its back. And it, it's probably about three inches long, and it just kind of slowly crawls up under oh. your hand. And, and just kind of sits there, and well, there you really, are. It's, it's really cute. Thanks, thanks for bringing it to school to share. My mommy uh, and daddy asked if we could keep it in the classroom, because you know stuff about science. Yeah, I could stay over in, in, in the science area. Can we put it by the goldfish? Sure. That he, would, I think all the living creatures should stay right there. And so he brings it over there and, and sits it sits the uh the container on the on the ledge kind of on the windowsill and uh, you've still got this worm thingy on your hand uh what do you do with it what do you think about it what's becky think about slimy creatures becky doesn't mind slimy creatures um she does have this really weird sense of deja vu and it's probably connected to that strange dream she had Mm -hmm. 
a few days ago, but that's all started to kind of fade from her memory as, as dreams often do. She's pretty sure she remembers something about a magic worm, but, um, you know, it was a weird dream. A lot of really weird shit happened. So she just kind of like let, looks at the little guy for a minute and then sets him back down in his container and doesn't really think about it anymore. Yeah. And so the kids pay a little bit of attention to the worm. Not a lot. Uh, Space Jimmy, we'll just call him Jimmy because not everything in space have to, has to have space in front of it, although maybe it should. Uh, Jimmy did not put the lid on the little terrarium thing uh, tightly, and about two hours later, you notice the, the worm is, is no longer in the container because you notice it is sitting on your desk on top of your your compad which is basically your ipad like communication device for the ship and it's just sitting there and it has this little sucker mouth attached to the the screen of your compad um, it sounds like this what do you do in there little guy and becky uh you know picks it up picks up the whole compad and she notices that the battery that she just, she just charged that thing right before class started is down to 12%. Yeah. And with three more sucks, it's completely dead. The little battery, which looks like a space battery, not like a earth battery um, is, is down to zero and your device turns off. And you also notice that the, the worm is probably about six inches long now. Mm hmm. Becky's a little concerned. This is clearly not an ordinary worm. It's not really like anything she's ever seen or heard about before. But, you know, it's, it's about time for... The, the kids are putting on a puppet show, and it's about time for her to go over and watch it. So she Miss, just... Miss Becky, Miss Becky. Oh, hold on, I'll, I'll be right my, there. My worm grotted. Uh, yeah, Jimmy, it sure did. Can I go put him back in the tank? For now, that's a good idea. And make sure you get that lid on there real tight. Yes, Miss Becky. And so he takes the thing and, and uh, I mean, it's more than a handful for him. So he's got to hold, he's kind of holding it like you hold a, a, a young puppy with both hands and kind of stroking its head. And, and it kind of nuzzles up to him and he brings it back and you watch and make sure he gets the, uh, the lid on and uh, you go, you back, go back to supervising the puppet show. And we're gonna we're gonna leave Miss Becky's classroom for a moment, and we're going to go to to uh, Captain Amanda Miller's quarters, where where the ship's computer asks, Commander, I have a question. Uh, yes, Prime. Um, something doesn't compute. You you recently told a story about how how for your 18th birthday, which was a few <laughs> months ago. You were supposed to get a nose job and received your robot body. Although, mm. Captain, I must say, mm. you appear to be much older than that. Um, what, what is going on? Could you clarify things for me? Um, yeah, I, I see how that could be confusing. Um, you know, like all young humans who live in the Kitty Nipple Nebula, I had only one choice of what university to go to, and that was K-N-I-U. And, wait, Kitty Nipple. 
Hold on. <laughs> Rats. <laughs> Captain, okay. are you having a seizure? <laughs> no, I'm good. Um, I started my wine early tonight. I went to the local human university because the other universities don't accept humans on the Kitty Nipple Nebula or in it. I still haven't decided what the Kitty Nipple Nebula is referring to. And it was a bit of a party school because everyone's kind of depressed that they're humans when everyone else is not. And I sort of blacked out for about five years, I think. So I'm actually as old as <laughs> I should be <laughs> to be a captain. How old is that, Captain? <laughs> mm -hmm. Uh, how old is teacher Becky? Teacher Becky is 23 years old, Captain. She just, I'm you must have also, heard her. You must have heard her. <laughs> she just answered on the comm. I'm also 23. <laughs> Becky, stay off my comm. <laughs> yes. It was just, it was kind of like a error of a slip of the tongue, if you will. Ah, thank so you. Don't Captain. worry about it, Prime. Please stop bringing up my age. Yes, Captain. Like as a friend. Like yeah, yes, yes, Captain. Captain, there is a new life form identified on the ship. Um, young Billy Siplex, Jimmy Siplex, excuse me, was uh, on vacation with his parents, and he seems to have brought back a a worm-like creature that uh, our, our, the sensors didn't pick it up when he brought it onto the ship after their vacation, but it is now in Miss Becky's classroom, and it is growing at, a, uh, at an alarming rate. It is something we might want to keep an eye on. Is that Space Jimmy? Yeah, Space Jimmy, Captain. <laughs> Okay. Uh, let me uh, uh, tell Becky I want to talk to her when she has break tomorrow. Yes, Captain. Miss Becky. <laughs> yes. The captain would like to talk to you tomorrow when you have break. She apparently <laughs> didn't want to calm calm you herself, so she had me do it. Well, Something it's going it's on between the two of you. Um. You know, well, not that it's really any of your business, Prime, but... Um, it's all my business. This is my ship. That's true. And she couldn't call me on my compad anyway, because this thing just sucked all the juice out of it. I apologize. Um, it, it's okay. What thing sucked the juice out of what? Um, this leech thing that Jimmy brought, um, it, it appears to be a battery leech, but... Um, you know, anyway, because I don't have any other friends on the ship and I don't have anyone to talk to and you're talking to me right now and the kids are all um, busy. I, I just, you know, you ask, so I'm going to answer. I, Amanda, you know, things have been tense between me and Amanda for, for years now. And she did kind of leave me to float off and die in space. So, I, you know, I'm fine. I'm fine if the captain never really wants to talk to me again, but oh, God damn it. You just said she wants to see me tomorrow. Fine. Tell her, tell her I'll be there. Miss Becky. Yes. May I intervene? Sure, Prime. Why don't you meet in the lounge this evening at 2100 hours for drinks? 
Well, I don't know if she really wants to see me, but I'm if never going to- If you agree gonna... to be there, I will get the captain there. I'm never going to turn down a good drink, so sure, I'll be there. It's a date. And uh, so you go back to the kids. Uh, we're going we're gonna to go visit Claire in her lab now. Claire, um, we've heard some- We've heard bits and pieces about what's going on in your in your lab. Uh, uh, in past episodes, we learned that the captain of the ship is apparently not allowed in your lab, and she seems to be cool <laughs> with that. Um, <laughs> you have tried to block, block Prime, the ship's computer, from your lab. What what's going? And and we've heard that you have a collection of miniaturized creatures in your lab. So what's going on? What are you working on? Oh well, Claire keeps busy behind the scenes quite a bit. She observes the ships and the ship and what Prime is into because she's has a back door into the ship's computer and <clears throat> yeah, mm-hmm, back door. <laughs> <laughs> and can see what everyone is doing on the ship and is making, yeah, it's, it's her own little experiments in a way, the whole ship is, unbeknownst to most of them, except for um, Polly, the little pixie that lives in her beehive. But he's learned to keep his mouth shut at the appropriate times. But the Claire's lab, I mean, if somebody does wander into her lab, you know, if they want to check on things or something, it looks typical. There's the computer screen. She has some normal looking things up, up and about, but that's just on the surface. She can go over to her panel and pushes a button and she has a secret lab on the ship that no one knows about except for Polly, but he knows better. And she goes back there most of the time when she spends hours in her lab and removes the beehive because it gets rather heavy walking around with Polly's house on her head and she sets it off to the side and is she bald underneath that no 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 she she has a actually she has a pixie cut it's it's very very it's all white because she stresses quite a bit and some of her experiments have not gone well over the years so trying to grow her hair out doesn't work so she's happy having the wigs to wear but she enjoys gathering creatures from her, from the ship's explorations across the universe. Dr. Claire. Yes, Prime. Um, I know you tried to build a backdoor into my systems, but I've blocked it off with a wide base. Please don't try that again. Claire, there is a little bit of conflict between Miss Becky and the captain. I'm trying oh. to get them together. And would you meet at 2300 hours in the lounge for cocktails to try to broker a truce between them? Miss Becky seems a little bit upset about how the captain left her floating in space. Oh, that's not good. Miss Becky is very important. We can't have Amanda doing that ever again. Is it 2300 or 2100 hours? Uh, 2100. I was just trying to trick you to see if you've been eavesdropping. <laughs> when I talked to Miss Becky early, and apparently you have. <laughs> yes, your, your, your wide base must be slipping a little bit, so. I'll go back to all the normal things that you are doing in your lab. That's right. And bleep bleep. Um, <laughs> Prime leaves. 
Um, now we're back Finally. in Peggy's classroom. The the worm is crawling out of the terrarium, Miss Becky. It is it's pushed the top off, and this is I mean this is um, this is a real robust space plastic, a, a, a plastic polymer that this is made out of, and uh, he's he's grown and and pushed the lid up, and and so you you kind of catch him trying to escape, and he's a, a little bit bigger, maybe you know. 10, 11 inches long now, and he seems to be heading towards one of the computer screens. Uh, Jimmy, does, does your worm have a name? Uh, we called him Wormy, Mr. 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 Wormy. Okay, um, the voice I had a little bit ago, but it's the voice I have now. Yeah, you know, Jimmy, we we all go through changes in life, um, so it's okay. Uh, Mr. Wormy, Mr. Wormy is uh escaping and trying to eat my computer so um i don't know if he's going to be able to stay here but miss becky he's so cute and he, he nuzzles he nuzzles the worm with his with his cheek he is cute and you know becky walks over and the worm then begins to nuzzle her arm as well uh-huh and it it takes her back once she's got this weird deja vu feeling again of of a worm that she maybe once loved, but she kind of shakes, shakes off that weird sensation. Um, and she says, but Jimmy, honey, if he's going to keep eating all of the power in our classroom, I don't, I don't know if he can stay. Mm, just a while longer, Miss Becky. I just, I think you're going to need to take him home at the end of the day, but he can stay through the rest of the day. Can he spend the night here? Cause my mom and dad really don't like him. <sighs> Okay. Mom said she was going to step on him. Oh, oh, well, that's, that's a little harsh. I don't want him to die. Um, okay, he can stay one more night. Thank you, Miss Becky. And she, he hugs your, uh, hugs your leg and wipes his nose on, uh, on your, on your uniform. And so you've got this kind of, uh, blue-green, he's, he's not exactly human. You've got this blue-green snot on your, on your leg. Um, we're going to leave. Space Jimmy. (laughs) Space Jimmy. Uh, (laughs) Captain Amanda, you are in your quarters, um, knitting, I would assume, uh, when, uh, there's a, a um, knock on the door? Do people knock on the door on the mud puppy? No, you, there's a bleep. There's bleep, bleep at your door. Enter. Um, uh, hey, uh, hey, Captain, it's, uh, it's me, uh, Chief Security Officer uh, uh, Clint McClintock. Um, I was wondering if, uh, if maybe uh, 2,100 hours you'd meet me in the lounge for a drink. Oh. Um, you like, know, you know, I'm kind of sweet on you and, uh, Oh, like not, <laughs> um, not you, this is not a, it would be a personal drink, not a. Just be a drink. It'd be two drink. colleagues, uh, having a, having a drink together. Are we colleagues? Well, I mean, we work oh. together. I think. I, I feel like when you're the commander, you don't really <laughs> fall into that con. <laughs> Roll. Oh, but yes, I, apolo- yeah. I, ap- I apologize. <laughs> and he just turns around. He turns around and walks out. Aww. 
and, and you just you you kind of go to the door and you look down the hallway and he's just he's not running but he's just walking really fast and and you look he 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 turns back he hears your door open he turns back and looks at you and uh, you know he's a raccoonicorn so he's kind of got a fuzzy face but you can see him blushing um, with embarrassment and uh, and then Prime says Captain. Yeah, Prime. I was wondering if 2,100 hours you could meet Dr. Claire in the lounge. She has something to discuss, to discuss with you. Okay, Prime. Do you have a minute? Yes, Captain. So, Clint McClintock, the yes, security Captain, officer. At a security? Yes, Captain. He's a raccoonicorn? Yeah. I think he asked me on a date. Yes, Captain. I don't think I handled it very well. I'm uh, not what you call the most socially apt. Apt, yes. Is apt a word? I know, ap I know, apt. I know inept. I know inept, inept is a word. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not very socially. Apt. <laughs> Captain, you are very inept. So I assumed you weren't apt. If you are, if you are inept, that means you're not apt. Is that true? If only there were a librarian around to tell us. <laughs> That makes sense. You're a computer. You know everything. Um, yeah. So I kind of, I think, insulted him too. And then he just left. And I just watched him leave. And then you called. This is all getting a bit confusing. Yes, maybe yeah. Claire. Maybe Claire will be able to help me work this out since she's sure. a human. And I'll maybe meet her for a drink at 2100 hours. I'll confirm the reservation. Thank you, Captain. And he bleeps off and, uh, and lets Becky and uh, Claire know that the meeting is on and that the, <clears throat> the captain doesn't know uh, that it's really a meeting with Becky. Um, Becky, you wrap up for the day. You put a couple books on top of the terrarium, space books, big, heavy space books. Are there paper? Do you have paperback books in your classroom, Miss Becky? Um, yes, Becky is a big fan of space romance novels because space. Mm -hmm. um, all she's space really, cowboys, I assume. I was going to say all space cowboys. <laughs> She also has um, the dictionary, which she likes to study in the evenings. And, you know, she's been thinking about the word inept and how the opposite would actually be apt, not ept. But, um, you know, just the things she thinks about sometimes. Yeah, what a nerd. <laughs> Face cowboys and words. Becky's, so, Becky's one true loves. So she's, she's put her romance novels in the preschool classroom and put a couple of those on top of the okay so the worm is in there you you turn off the lights and you walk out of the classroom after you're gone the lid it, the, the worm lifts up those those books like like it's nothing and just one by one moves to each electronic item in that preschool classroom uh the electro blocks in the block area sucks all the juice out of them grows a little bit the the toy uh replicator in the dramatic play area sucks all the juice out of it all the all the listening stations in the listening area the 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 
space laser glue guns and the arts and crafts area sucks all the juice out of them and grows a little bit every every time something happens and uh and you know are, are any of you doing anything special to get ready for for this evening well becky's becky is most certainly changing her clothes since they're covered in snot uh, yeah of course um becky you know this is this is the captain who apparently wants to meet with her so she uh you know is 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 going for nice business business casual does that mean your your business is in your space core uh corp uh do you do you uh do you wear your uniform or is this this no uh, i mean no this is like what you would wear to you know like a space conference space conference okay a space conference um so you know it's it's a dress but it's not like a really flirty dress it's just a nice nice casual dress that you would wear to you know a space conference on Uh space things yeah space thing conference space thing conference Claire, are you, uh, are you, are you, are you, do you spend any time prepping for this or are you just walking out of your lab in your, in your lab coat when it's time to go? Well, I've decided to, Claire has decided to remove her lab, lab coat since this is Becky and Amanda and they're quite important to the ship and to the universe. And so she does put her beehive back on and shakes it around a little bit to, let Polly know that he needs to behave himself tonight. And she decides, hmm, she looks at the calendar and sees that it's Saturday night and the lounge usually has some jazz music going on and stuff and thinks, hmm, she's going to dress up a little bit. And so she walks down to her quarters and into her bedroom and opens the wardrobe and pulls out a little number that she's been saving she decided this is going to be a special occasion, so. It's an eight, number eight. Number eight? Yep. I don't know. <laughs> yes, don't yes, yes. <laughs> she, she, it's a sequin dress that has number eight all over it because eight is her favorite number. Yep, yep, yep. And as you, as the light hits it, it just kind of shimmers and you see eight here, eight there, eight, yeah, yeah different sizes of eight. Sometimes you have to zoom in really close to get a good eye on and other ones you have to, you can see them from across the room. So, and are then she puts on- Are they infinity symbols? We'll never exactly. know. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then she puts on some strappy shoes with the eight on them also. Puts on a little bit of blush and decides, yep, she's headed down to the lounge now. And, and Captain, what's your preparation look like for your night <laughs> with the girls? Um, I don't know if uh, people are keeping tabs, but I think two people here are because they like to call me out on this. But a while back, I was a bit confused about whether as an android body, I needed to wear clothes. <laughs> and um, I don't remember the advice Claire gave me. So I'm assuming she told me that I should wear clothes because I'd be naked without them. Um, And so I'm trying to wear my clothes, but they don't fit well on my metal body. Mm -hmm. So 
Um, I've got, they don't fit well. They are too tight or they are too loose. Too tight. Or? They're too tight. Yeah. Um, because like, it's just like, especially like in the thighs, like they're a little too like metal. I don't know. So what I do it's just is, ride up when you walk. Yeah. It's just a mess. So what I do is I find this blouse that kind of fits, um, except some of the buttons don't meet. And so I quickly crochet a little connecting piece uh -huh. and then, um, I sort of make like a little crocheted. I had this like, um, oh, this mermaid blanket I was working on, but then I changed what colors were my favorite colors. So I never finished it. And so I just sort of like wrapped that around the bottom of the skirt. That sounds, that sounds very. <laughs> I don't do well with casual. <laughs> so you all show up and uh, it's a little bit awkward when Claire realize or Amanda realizes that that Becky is there and and Claire explains that there's there's been a little she sensed a little bit of a uh, uh, conflict between the two of you and and was hoping you could all just have a have a couple drinks and 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 chill better chill together and and maybe work things out and uh, what's that what's that look like what's any what's everybody order what's going on oh you also noticed over at the bar the far end of the bar Clint McClintock is uh is sitting there with a scotch and soda just kind of <laughs> sitting there with his with his hands resting on his on his chin uh scratching his horn every once in a while and drinking alone becky would quickly like a clarification about clint is he like a tiny raccoonicorn like no he's that a asshole beefy, he's like, a beefy boy okay so he's not like that asshole cupcake he's no, like human no. sized yeah he's Okay. I was just checking. Um, Amanda decides as a gesture of <clears throat> friendship and contrition to order Amanda's favorite drink for everyone. Um, and what is that? Um, it's a hairy nipple shot. Okay. And so, so you order, order hairy nipples for everybody at the table. Yeah. You all get your, your hairy nipples. Do you, do you shoot them right down? I, I kind of, I'd like to, to offer a toast. Becky is still not sure exactly why she's here. I mean, she's pretty pissed at Amanda who once again left her to die in space. But um, also, Amanda is her boss, so she doesn't want to be rude. And, you know, they have all this weird history. You know, like that time that Amanda pissed herself in class, and Becky was the only one who was nice to her afterwards. And Amanda ended up backstabbing her years later. But, you know, that, I mean, that's, that's, I guess, maybe all water under the bridge tonight. So Becky's just kind of holding her drink, kind of looking at Amanda, waiting for, uh, for whatever the hell is going to come next. Becky, I don't know if you know this, but I am grossly underqualified for this job. Becky nods. 
politely, <laughs> but yes, she nods. Just... Claire's just turned to the side and is listening to the girls now to <sighs> see what happens. I don't, you know, when like <sighs> you're a kid and you're watching Star Trek. Star Trek? Which one's that? Yeah, Star Trek. And like, you know, it's like this big, oh, something terrible happens. Your best friend, friend, friendly coworker, friends. We're friends. Best. Becky, I think you're my best friend. Hmm. I just, I thought. It was a really bad idea, the letting you die bit. Um, well, thank you. I panicked. I kind of panicked. I didn't really, like, I haven't, I didn't think through that letting you go meant you would then die in space by starvation or suffocation or. Or the fact that I was being eaten by that creature. Or. Or that. Yeah. You know, it's kind of hard. It's like, it's these decisions come quickly and you don't have any qualifications for the job. And so you make bad decisions. And Captain. Then... Captain, there's an emergency. Oh, God, Prime, what is it? The creature I mentioned earlier, it has just, uh, it has just broke down the door to Miss Becky's classroom and it has entered the hallway. Uh-oh. What? Wait. Becky. What is this? What creature is this? Prime? The worm-like creature. Why wasn't I told? You were in your lab, and I was told not to disturb <laughs> you. <laughs> oh. Because you were working on your totally normal stuff. Yes, Wait. That's... I thought this was just like a little like slug thing, Becky. That's what it was when I left today. I mean, I don't know. Jimmy just brought it to school. His parents didn't want it at home. And I, I mean, it got a little bit bigger when it sucked all the juice out of my compad. But when I left, it was, it was fine. I, I even put my Space Cowboy novels on top of it to keep it from getting out. Prime, where is it now? It is in the hallway outside Miss Becky class, Miss Becky's classroom. We have established a level four force field to prevent it from leaving the hallway but well done prime no quick thinking no no the no? force field no what it absorbs energy it's going to get bigger from the oh, force field uh-oh and um, that's where we're going to end this episode <laughs> dun 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 thanks for listening if you like the show Share the show, unless you're, you know, too embarrassed, which we totally understand. Hey, you can also head over to playvolutionhq.com slash podcasts slash Becky and engage with us back soon with another episode. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.